Good morning. Mother. Are you do, you're doing a ah? Oh, I think that's called good morning. Good morning. Morning minutes episode. Where's the camera? Six oh one. Um, good morning, Mister Novak. How are you today? Excellent. You. Excellent, Mark. It looks like you're uh, you're out and about in the in the wilderness, living out of a shack at the moment. Oh, I am. I am. On your morning walk, out and about. You've got a you've got a superstar story to tell that made you cry. Yeah, pretty close. And I'm not going to deny that for a second. It was uh, it was intense. So um, yeah, this morning's topic was tale of the sale, um, eight Venetia Street, Sylvania, a listing that we took on um, that's just sold Monday evening. Um, yeah, so that's a pretty interesting story. I think from the fact that you know listing it as an out of area agent. Um, it was an auction campaign, um, which we'll go into shortly in a moment. Um, Mark, where would you like me to start? Or where would you like to start? Sorry, I got a really bad line towards the question. Where would you like to start with that? So I was just saying that the, it was the auction campaign um, from start to finish. You saw my emotions on a roller coaster through that campaign, um, probably since I've worked in real estate, I'd say that's probably the most that any singular campaign has affected me as a whole, um, for good and for bad. Um, <laughs> and I know it drove you up the wall for a moment, but we managed to get it over the line. It was a great result in the end, but there was a lot in between um, market and sold and now um, to get the job done. So what I was gonna say was, what, where would you like to start with that Venetia campaign? I want to start with why, how does it happen with a, with a property with a real estate agent? How does it happen that a property can sell, go to auction, pass in it um, a number like four, oh, four million fifty? What did you have at auction? Four million and twenty-five. Four million twenty-five. And then how does it happen? Like, so what? Yeah, how does it happen that... Let's, you can um, get to that 4.2 price without with like it doesn't make sense so let's give let's give the audience a little bit of context i'm going to share the screen across over to page number two and i'm going to show you guys the property itself so we're northern beaches agency i know most of you will know that but sylvania is about an hour an hour and 10 minutes away so it's different and an interesting one to work on for a lot of different reasons, but you can see the, the sort of grandeur of this home. So this is something that I felt very lucky to be able to work on. And um, it's a whole other kettle of fish from, you know, the, the, the Northern Beach is selling at the moment. So this is an awesome home. Incredible. Um, it was an auction campaign. Um, and I'll just go back one step. It came off selling a one bedroom apartment in DY which was which was the yeah. amazing thing about it so it came off uh, a record sale that we managed to make a couple months back and then this was what followed so it goes to show when you do a good job um on one um those clients can become repeat clients and they can refer friends and that's where the business starts to grow um now the question of the day how do you get past the adoption and then sell for more 
at auction, that's the market talking. Um, on the day, we only had two bidders, Mark. We had six or seven people that were um, wanting to come through the property, sorry, wanting to bid at auction, had all indications that they all were. And then on auction day, um, in the afternoon, still looking good until we got to registration and we only had two people sign up when I was expecting, as I said, maybe double or triple that. So it was a slow auction. There were only maybe seven or eight bids. It didn't go very far. Um, passed in a formula in 25 and then we sold, what, six days later um, for, the, yeah, closer, closer to 10% above that level. So. It was an intense negotiation to say the least. Um, we had the underbidder on the day or the, 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 the last bidder before it got passed in. He ended up being the eventual buyer, um, but we had some hiccups with odd buyers coming into the fray and really just sort of throwing everything off, its, off the rails, um, which isn't at all unusual. I think we find that in all circumstances. If you've got some people that are still interested Timing just isn't always right with people. And sometimes someone will have everything together. Sometimes there'll be someone that is genuinely interested in the property, but just can't get their bits and pieces in order. But what they'll do, they'll try and they'll try and keep themselves involved. And that then I have to relay every single piece of information back to the vendor. And it just threw us off the rails. Um, Luke, Luke, I remember you wanted to know if it was an investor or an owner-occupier that purchased the property. It was an owner-occupier in the end. Um, I think it would have been amazing if it was an investor, but yeah, interesting property to be looking to invest into. Um, before we quickly go into it, Mark, <laughs> emotional. Yeah, Luke, I was all over the place. Anmol, good morning. Love selling out of area. Have you sold many properties out of area, Anmol? Hey, Anmol. It's the type of thing we do take on properties. Hey, Jeff Luby. Good morning, Jeff. Um, <laughs> and you're right. Ours was on the line. You 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 have even more to prove when you're selling out of area as well. I think because you don't want to look like the fool who takes on a property, doesn't know the market there, and then undersells or doesn't get the good results. So to be able to, to smash out the ballpark when you're not known in that area whatsoever, you can either be zero or hero very, very quickly. Um, not to say that it's hero, a hero move, but it was a, it was a good result in the end. Um, did you think it'd get there? Yes, I did Luke, all the way because it was, it was popular throughout, but you, you do lose a bit of, Confidence, or you go up and down in the rotten ebbs and flows of your emotions, where you know you're excited for auction, then it passes in, it goes very, very quiet. There's silence and tumbleweeds rolling past. Um, but to negotiate up after an auction 225k mark, I think that's part of the point of the conversation today. When the market talks, um, that's what the buyers would usually say. The auction told me that the property is worth four million twenty-five thousand. Why should I pay a cent more than that? Um, and we've had this before as well, Mark, when we sold Seven Morgan Road in Belrose. We sold that for, sorry, I'll go back. We it passed in an auction for 4.3 and we sold it for 4.8. Um, so miracles. Not well, miracles, that's right. That's another one. Strong negotiations at auction, with the auctioneer, post-auction, 
um, with your strongest buyers. That one happened straight after the auction. Um, this was a week of tiptoeing around, going back and forth from buyers and just incrementally, it was worked up and worked up and worked up. And when you've got at least one, when you've got two parties, that's all you need so that you can, you can tango effectively. And it was just one of those ones that slowly you roll it up and up and up and it just takes, it's a war of attrition. James, I also think, I also think going to the auction, turning up to the auction is really important because a lot of, sometimes agents get a bit sick over the campaign, feel like shit, can the campaign, and then they lose that momentum that they've gained and that finish that they were going to have. So even if it doesn't actually sell under the hammer at the auction, um, you've got to stay positive, head high, work with the buyers, get a result hours or days, weeks after the auction. Same thing happened with 22 Churchill that we just sold. So 22 Churchill was uh, on the market, went to auction, happened to actually with another agent. We took over that Monday from the agent auctioning on the Saturday. We had a result two, three weeks later. So I think there's got to be, you've got to be shrouded with positiveness to get a result as well. Yeah, and I think that's, that's again, it's a, it's a part of the many challenges that you have during a, during a campaign. It's not a straightforward, um, you know, it wasn't a straightforward one at the end of the day. These things, these things do take time and it's the commitment. And I, I certainly know that one of the things we've talked about and we've, we've looked at in depth, the, the pros and cons of continuing on to the auction, even if you think you have no one there for the day, um, as opposed to the lazy agent way, which is I've got no one, panic, cancel the auction, and then just go into private treaty negotiation. Yep. If you, you, you're doing, you're doing, you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for the vendor at the end, end, end of the day. I think if an agent cancels an auction because they're scared it's going to get passed in and they think it's going to tarnish the job that they've done. But again, it's just not a reflection necessarily of, of the agent. I wouldn't say, I think at the end of the day it can happen and then it can be a positive step or platform for you to move on and progress into the sale. Um, because then I think at the end of the day, you're giving yourself a broader perspective as to the feedback the market's offering. The vendor knows where he stands further, and then you can really start to close to that from there on. But without the auction, you don't have that public, open, um, sort of free selling of the property, the, 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 the description of the property, I should say, sorry. I probably could have worded that last time. Is there a struggle to hit the reserve because of buyers or sellers? Um, look, I think so. I think that, and I'm sure any agents on the on here this morning would probably agree that over the last six to 12 months, we've had such high levels of capital growth within the housing side of the market, as opposed to the apartments and the rest, that the vendors are expecting that every property that sells is going to be a record price. And every everyone then thinks, well, so-and-so got a record price. That means I'm going to get a record price. So the vendor um, expectations and sentiment is absolutely through the roof. So there is a higher expectation to hit the buyers harder. The, the sellers have a higher expectation of where they sit. Um, and I think that's possibly been one of the struggles that maybe a lot of other agents have found in the last sort of six to 12 months that the expectations have changed from people drastically on both sides. Um, and I think Mark will agree with that as well, just because 
a year ago you might be positioned at a level and now all of a sudden you're 20 or 30 percent higher yeah um and a year ago you'd have been absolutely comfortable to release the property at x price and now you know it gets 30 percent higher and it's still not enough which fair enough you can understand that the emotion behind it and the sentiment behind it but yeah i certainly do think that it has been a bit of a struggle um and the buyers and this i think the market is more attuned to it at the moment as well how's your signal going there mark can you hear yeah pretty bad pretty bad i get about every 15th word but anyway all good <laughs> on the morning walk down in the eastern suburbs eh? <laughs> All right, I don't think Mark is able to hear us too well this morning, guys. So I think we'll have to wrap it up there. Mark, do you have anything you can? <laughs> um, last one for Luke. It can't go. It can't go to catastrophic price. It's got to level out a little. I think so, and I think I think we're probably seeing a ceiling now. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's I think you're right, Luke. It's definitely going to be. Um definitely going to be leveling out shortly yeah, i can feel I it in my bones. and you know what i think as you said a moment ago with that churchill sale i think that's probably a reflection that there still is strength in the, in the market because there are still like that that property passed in at that auction 2.5 or so and then you've just gone and sold it for just under 2.9 so again you just you just have to have someone that's that's truly working on it doesn't give up the cause as soon as it gets passed in because there's a lot more um opportunity for the, st the strategy to come into the campaign at that stage as well so you just got to make sure you know that your agent's commitments are aligned with yours and i think fast end auction or not it is possible to achieve a great result after auction it doesn't burn the campaign um if anything it's a platform to step onto but you have to take it as it comes um, Mark, would you like to say anything before we head off this morning? <laughs> All right, guys, thanks very much. We will see you. <coughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks.